Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am here live, only going to be on for a very short time, hopefully. Just have a quick word I want to share with you. If you are watching this, uh, go ahead and share with your friends. Click like, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and share the link with your friends. If you have some single friends, even maybe some married friends, some people who have been all super excited about getting married, looking for marriage, even if they are just kind of thirsty for marriage, go ahead and share. Click that share button and share with them now. I am Adrian Mayfield, just in case you don't know who I am and have never caught me live and just happened to land on this live. I am the author of four books. I also have courses that are available for you and a podcast called Beauty for Ashes. And so all of those resources are available. They're on my website at adrianmayfield.com. I don't want to spend a lot of time doing the promo because you can look it up later if you're interested in any of those resources that can help you. That's not why we're here. We're here to talk about a warning that I got the other day when I was reading the Bible about kingdom marriages. So many of you know um, that um, there's been a very popular uh, prophetess who did a year of the bride fast. I actually participated in that fast last year. We fasted every day. Uh, well, not every, why did I say every day? We didn't fast every day. We fasted every month for three for um, on Tuesdays, and we were fasting because. God gave her word that this was the day it would be the year of the bride, that people would be getting married. And so lots of kingdom marriages came out of that. People were getting married, getting engaged, excited, you know, posting about it. I got engaged. I got married, posting it. And you saw all these kingdom marriages and everyone was excited. And of course, people were like, it's going to be my turn. I got next. It's me. I got next. I got next. And so, you know, if you're single and you're looking forward to get married, getting married, of course, this is not going to be to discourage you, but this is a sober warning that God gave me the other day when I was reading the scriptures. I was reading one of my devotionals. And so I want to pop right into that and talk a little bit about preparation, because one of the things that happens is we get excited, right? If we see a new outfit we want or we look at ourselves in the mirror, we're like, oh, my gosh, I've gained weight. We're like, I want to be smaller. I want to be smaller. But then when it's time to get up at five or six in the morning and take a walk or lift some light weights or to go for a job, that's not the fun part. When everybody else is eating ice cream or they're eating that chocolate cake and we have to say, oh, I can't do that, that's not the fun part. And so the same thing happens with marriage. People get excited, like, oh my God, there's a word, there's a word, kingdom marriage, I'm getting married, I'm getting married, I'm getting married. Well, yeah, but marriage is more than the wedding. Marriage is more than the beautiful dress. Marriage is actually a partnership. And in the kingdom of God, we don't get married because someone looks good or they're tall, or they're nice or they're well built. We're supposed to get married because we know that God has knit or tied our destiny and what his plan is for our lives with the person that he has chosen for us. And so, again, you know, that we did the year of the bride fast with a very popular prophetess. And I, as I said, I participated and lots of people were getting married. And some people were like, well, when the year ended, why well, didn't get married? What happened? And if you follow her at all, you know that last week she, um, got, well, a couple of days ago, I think actually she announced her engagement. Congratulations, by the way. And so people are still, you know, just excited. Internet is buzzing. It's not the time. Your time's not over yet. You can get married. You can get married. And so 
I was reading the scripture and I found first Kings 11. And so in first King 11, in case you're not familiar with it, Solomon was actually the son of David and Solomon was the son that David conceived with Bathsheba. And he actually conceived Bathsheba because he had stole, he stole Bathsheba from her husband. He slept with her when she was still married, ended up having her husband killed. And then he took her as his wife. And she found, he found out she was pregnant. He took her as his wife. That baby died, but they ended up having Solomon. And so in first Kings chapter 11, it says the title of it says Solomon's heart turns from the Lord. And it said, but King Solomon loved many foreign women as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. That's a lot, right? From the nations of whom the Lord had said to the, to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. I'm going to repeat that. He married all these women from all these different um, groups people groups, but it said that the Lord has said, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. But Solomon clung to these in love and he had 700 wives. Wow, Solomon. Princesses and 300 concubines and his wives turned away his heart, just like God had said. For it was so when Solomon was old, but his wives turned his heart after other gods and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God as, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil on the side of the Lord and did not follow the Lord as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place. So now he's building a temple, a place of worship for Shamash, the abomination of Moab on the hill that's east of Jerusalem and for Molech the abomination of the people of Ammon. Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. So the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned from the Lord, who the Lord God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing and he, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. Therefore, the Lord said to Solomon, because you have done this and have not kept my covenant and statutes, which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. That's 1 Kings 11. If you want to go back and review it, somebody can write in the comments. That would be great. And so when I read this scripture, I felt a very sobering prompting from the Holy Spirit to share with you that marriage is a beautiful thing. God is bringing, God is in fact bringing this prophetic word to pass and he is bringing kingdom marriages together and there's going to be more of them. But the sober warning for those of you who are believers, those of you who are women or men who are believers, who want to be married, who desire to be married, who know that God is sending you, is going to send you a spouse, is to be very, very careful. Because we see here in 1 Kings 11 that people, love has the capacity to turn your heart, right? The Bible tells us to guard our heart with all diligence because out of the heart flow all the issues of life. What does that tell us? The matters of the heart is very tricky. You can fall in love with somebody and then years later you look back and you're like, how what in the world did I see in that person? But in the moment you could be all into it. And so that's the, that's the warning is that you can get attached, your soul can be knitted, your soul can be tied, you can fall in love, 
And not to mention, if you add the SEX into it, that takes it to a whole different dimension, which is why the scripture instructs us to save that for marriage. Because the level of commitment, the level of intermingling, the level of tightness, of connectedness that comes from the SEX should only happen in the context of marriage in a committed relationship where you have made promises and covenanted to be together for the rest of your lives. And so the warning is to be very careful because you know that God gave Abraham and Sarah a promise that he was sending them a child, right? But Sarah got tired of waiting. Abraham was tired of waiting. And so he said, she said, hey, I mean, I'm getting old and I know what God said, but I'm old. So go and sleep with Hagar. And so Abraham slept with Hagar, his maid, and they actually conceived Ishmael. And if you know that story, you know that there was animosity between the women, as would be expected. And later, Abraham and Sarah did give birth to Isaac. And so the lesson here is, just like you heard the prophetic word, just like I heard the prophetic word about the year of, bride, year of the bride, kingdom, marriages, people are excited, I'm getting a wedding dress, I already got my wedding dress picked out, I got all my good, my bridesmaids, I've already written down the sketch of my guest list and all this stuff. Pump your brakes before you do that. You might need to go into prayer. You might need to go into a time of fasting because just like you heard the word, the enemy also heard the word. And he is very meticulous. He is very strategic about bringing counterfeits. And so you might meet someone. You might be like, well, God sent this word. And you may meet somebody at work or meet somebody at a coffee shop or at the mall or at the stoplight and think, now, I know this got to be the one. This is the one that I heard the word. I heard the prophets gave the word. I heard the word. It's a year to bride. And you might be like, I'm so excited. This has to be the person. That could be your Ishmael. Meaning, this is a counterfeit. This is a decoy. This is somebody that the enemy is sending who looks like Isaac, who smells like Isaac, who might even be built like your perfect idea of what Isaac looks like. But in actuality, this is not the person that God has sent. And so we celebrate kingdom marriages. We celebrate when people come together and they know that God has brought them together and that they're coming together for the purpose. Again, the purpose of a kingdom marriage is to advance the kingdom, is to bring these two people's destinies that are already intertwined before the foundation of the world together to advance the kingdom of God. That's what it's supposed to be about. And so we celebrate when that happens. We're excited. We say congratulations and we're happy. But the word to you, if you don't have that person yet, if you haven't found that person yet, is to be very, very careful. Be sober, as the Bible has said. Be vigilant because your adversary, the enemy, roars about like a lion seeking whom he can devour. He is an expert at counterfeit. He is an expert at masquerading and mimicking God's plan and trying to pretend. And if you, you, if you fall for the smoke and mirrors, if you're not walking with the Holy Spirit, if you're not in prayer not fasting and staying close to the Holy Spirit, you could fall for the okie doke and end up with your Ishmael when you're supposed to have an Isaac. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys tonight. I mean, many of you know my story. You know that I'm divorced, that I was married to a pastor and that we were married for a couple of years and that we, ba we basically came together out of our pain. He was saved, I was saved. We both were powerful you know, individuals in the kingdom of God, but that was primarily the thing that drove us to be together. And that ended up ending, the marriage ended in divorce. And so I've, you know, I've prayed, I've fasted, I've gone through deliverance. I've done all those things so that my heart can be open and prepared for the person that God wants to send in my life. But at the same time, I share that story to remind you that just because you meet somebody in church 
doesn't necessarily mean that that's the person that God has sent into your life. So be very sober, be very vigilant because the, this scripture is clear and it's a warning. It should serve as a warning to us because God warned Solomon, stay away from those women, stay away from those other tribes, stay away from them because they're going to turn your heart from me. But it says that Solomon disobeyed. He didn't pay God any attention. He went on and got with the person that he thought the people, the women, not the person that he thought he wanted that were best for him. And they turned his heart from God. And before he knew it, he was building altars to their gods. They were doing sacrifices to their God. And we know that our God is a jealous God. And so they completely turned Solomon's heart away from God. And if you know anything about Solomon, you know that Solomon was known as the wisest man who ever lived. When God came to him and said, you know, what do you want from me? What, what would you ask of me? He said, give me wisdom to lead your people. And so he was the wisest man that ever lived. Yet he fell for the okie doke, much like David, his father, much like Samson and many other people. He fell for the lust of the eyes. And so don't fall victim to this. We're excited about kingdom marriages. We celebrate kingdom marriages. We say hallelujah. We, ex we exalt God for the kingdom marriages and we look forward to the mighty works that people will do in the kingdom as they join together in these kingdom marriages and those that are to come. But for those that are still in waiting, for those of us who are still trusting God for, for our kingdom marriage, be sober, be vigilant. Do not attach yourself to an unbeliever thinking that you're going to do missionary dating and I can change him, I can change her. They're really nice. They're a good person. They have a sweetheart. They're so cute. They're so fine. They're so nice. Listen, you don't need to be worrying about any of that. Does this person love Jesus? Is their heart submitted to Jesus? Because if God can't get their heart to turn, trust me, you won't be able to do that either. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys tonight. This was something that, that the Holy Spirit shared with me as I was reading this scripture. Again, it is 1 Kings 11 about Solomon not obeying the word of the Lord, joining and aligning himself with people who did not honor and follow the same God that he did and disaster resulted. And so we don't want to fall prey to that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that the entrance of your word brings light. Father, we thank you for all the kingdom marriages that you're bringing together. We thank you that marriage is a picture of your love for us and your devotion for us and your commitment to us. So we pray for even those kingdom marriages that are coming together now. We pray for the men and women of God that you have called to join together, that their eyes will be open, that they will not fall prey to deception, that they will not fall prey to lust or to any of the traps of the enemy that would keep them, that would cause them to miss the person that you have for them. We cover these marriages with the blood of Jesus. We cover their courtships with the blood of Jesus. We decree that there shall not be kingdom marriages that are aborted or miscarried because people fall into sin, fall into compromise. We pray that our eyes will be closed to every person that is not for us, that you will shut our eyes, that there'll not even be an attraction there, that there'll not even be a desire there, but there are, our eyes will be solely fixed and that we will remain steadfast, we will remain alert so that the enemy will not gain advantage over us. Father, we thank you for the word that you've given us. We will continue to read over it. We will continue to chew over it. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I pray that everyone who watches, that they will hear this word, that they will heed this word, and that they will begin the process, begin the preparation of preparing their hearts for the person that you have for them. And I pray also for anyone who has been wounded, whether it be from a heartbreak, whether it be from divorce, whether it be from 
grief or loss, maybe their spouse has died or someone they love has died. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will just mend their hearts, minister their hearts, drive out any trauma, drive out any grief, so that their heart will be ready, so that it will be prepared to receive the person that you have for them. And Holy Spirit, I pray that if there's anyone who's been wounded, who's been betrayed, who's been mistreated, who's even been abused or victimized in relationship, I pray that you will allow them, that you will partner with them so that they can forgive. We uproot every spirit of bitterness, every spirit of betrayal, every, every spirit of unforgiveness out of their hearts now in the name of Jesus. And we release the healing balm of Jesus Christ, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, you do with all things well. You are love. You are the giver of love. And we seal these prayers with the blood of Jesus. We pray that everyone that watches will hear and that they will receive and that they will apply the word that you have spoken to us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, don't forget, share this with someone that you know who might be dating or looking to date or who might have recently just got engaged or even married. Share it with them and let's all be encouraged to keep our eyes on Jesus as he is the one who makes all things new. Have a good night. God bless you. You've been listening to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Before you go, subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode.